What is up, and I cannot stress this enough, my gamers. Uh, what? <laughs> what about our readers? Eh. No, I'm <laughs> I didn't mean that. That is the page turners of button, page turners of button mashers. Yes. I don't know where I was going with that. My brain <laughs> you got just... so mad at me, and I was not ready for I'm that. I'm also a gamer, so I don't know. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> you are one of my gamers. I, I, I mean, yeah, I'm also your wife, but, you yes. know. Breeding a new generation of gamers. Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. We're not pregnant. No. no. Uh, anyway, hi guys. Hello. It's Nikki. And Tyler. And this is Paige Turner. Und Boston Masters. That no. did go. Und ja. No. Ja. No. Ja. <laughs> Nine. Feel is the German. No, two of my best friends are German. Like I, I'm good. And also your husband. Yeah, I know. I my guess I'm more Norwegian, but whatever. Whatever. It works. I get the like if I rest my elbow on my like thigh for too long. This makes sense if I'm sitting. Because if I'm just sitting, standing there and doing that, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> standing and you're just resting your knees your elbows <laughs> on your knees i i don't know what you're doing with okay. your life but uh if i rest my knee there long enough there will be just a red mark i mean it that happens to me too oh I, and i'm not I'm, I'm only very very fractionally german well i was saying it's norwegian skin oh yeah no yeah I, I, i'm not norwegian my mom had the best response to that because it also happens when we rest our hands on our face oh yeah and you get that red mark on yeah your just face. red mark and one of the people in her school was like oh my god why's your face red and she's like oh it's an allergy oh to what to stupid people asking dumbass questions <laughs> <laughs> i'm like damn damn mama savage mama's got jokes yeah she does um <laughs> Anyway, uh, so believe it or not, we are now on episode 70. Seven, Seven zero. zero. And last time it was 69. Nice. Exactly. And <laughs> do you have any idea how many 69 jokes I got? <laughs> I would imagine a lot. So I got an entire Twitter feed of just nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I love that. It was a great response and I appreciate those responses. Um. Anyway. Any who's. Yeah, any who's. Uh, <sighs> so, we don't really have any business. Same old, same old, pretty much. We do have an announcement. We do? The first episode of the Button Mashers Realm, it will be coming out the 29th. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you guys will finally get to hear the beginning of the Button Mashers Realm Session Zero with uh, guest. Uh, With our guest, yeah. With I don't want. I don't want to say who it is yet. I know you don't. Yeah. It'll be really exciting. Yeah. Um, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. The player enjoyed it. I know, we had really a lot excited. of fun. There was a lot of laughs. <laughs> if you guys are curious when I'm going to be on, it's going to be a while. So, yeah. like, it's don't be a while. Them. Yeah. So that's going to come out <laughs> once a month. Yes. Uh, hopefully. Maybe once every two months, depending on scheduling. Yep, of course. So just listen out for those. Uh, and those will be categorized under season two. Mm-hmm. Um, though they have nothing to do with our normal seasons, it's just yes. going to be season two because it's something completely different. Yeah, it's to help us categorize it, really. A little bit better. Yeah. Uh, of course we're, of course. Of course. <laughs> I've been missaying things all day long. Uh, I went to a bridal shower today and I just... I don't typically like those, and uh, <laughs> this did not change my feelings. Anyway, I have just been saying things wrong. Anyway, so so what I was saying was session zeros will be coming out. Yes. One at a time, uh, once or twice a month for the time being, and yep. then we'll get started on the normal campaign, like you said. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, we do have one more announcement. We do? Yeah. Our guest for next episode. Oh, yeah. I am so excited to tell you this, guys. My favorite, absolutely creepy, chilled to the bone, actually terrifying me podcast. Mm -hmm. Scare you to sleep. Ooh. Shelby is going to be joining us for our Halloween episode. Ah! I am so <laughs> beyond excited. I like, she does amazing work if you guys have never listened to her um tyler never will because how creepy it is mm -hmm. um and i've told him like 
if I react, that's how bad it is. Yeah. Um, I don't typically react to much of anything. And, oh my god, this actually gave me goosebumps while I was at work one day. Yeah. So, damn good show. Like, highly, highly recommend. Um, so go listen to her to... Uh, get a taste of what she does, and then come back to us because she'll be here for at least one yeah. episode, and I'm Woo! so excited! Woo! Okay, <laughs> so that being said, this episode is a kind of a downer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's a really quick book. Okay. Um. So, I read Sadako and the Thousand Paper Cranes. All right. Um, which is a children's book, actually. It's mm. not. Um, teen or adult it's literally just a child's book it is maybe like 50 pages it's oh not wow that long. okay uh and it's by eleanor coer c-o-e-r-r shout out to eleanor eleanor core yeah yeah eleanor core yeah oh, oh, oh. um and i preface this by like it it, it is uh it is sad in even though I read this as a kid, it made me cry as a kid. Mm-hmm. Even a kid who wouldn't typically understand things. Yes. Um, but it's cute. I, I, I think it's sweet and it's also really sad. Okay. So, we begin with a prologue that is really just a paragraph telling you that this is the story of Sadako, a heroine to children of Japan. She was in Hiroshima when the atom bomb dropped and had died 10 years later from radiation. Mm-hmm. And this is her story. Okay. So we join Sadako and her family, and she is excited to go to the Peace Day festivities and is rushing all around to get her siblings ready. She was rushing around so much her mother had to stop her and remind her that Peace Day was a remembrance day for all those who had died when the atom bomb was dropped on their city. It's a memorial day. Mm. So her father chimed in to remind her that not only that, but she has to remember her own grandmother was killed in that bombing. As a matter of fact, it was time for them to pay respects to their altars, so they prayed that their ancestors were happy for their family, for work, and that they would be protected from the atom bomb disease, leukemia. Mm. Uh, oh, radiation. Right. Radiation is the cause of a lot of leukemia. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, it a lot of people had been affected with it. Many had died too. But Sadako was only concerned with Peace Day. She makes six. Words. Um, (laughs) Uh, Anyway, she was excited to experience another festival. She waited impatiently while her parents got ready and saw a spider crawl across the floor. She took it as good luck sign and set it free outside. And her brother told her that she was just being silly, but just wait and see. You'll see it'll be good luck. Then they left together. She raced to her best friend Chizuko's house. Sadako called her friend slow because she didn't, she couldn't hold her excitement anymore. And while her mother was warning her to slow herself down, they raced off. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mother mentioned that she was always in a hurry to be first so much that she never slowed down to listen. But her father was just very proud of her. She's always been a fast and strong runner. And he was just so proud of her for it. Awesome. When Sadako arrived at the entrance to Peace Park, she saw the memorial bid building which had photos of those who had died or were dying from the radiation in a ruined city the bomb which she called the thunderbolt had turned the city into a desert she didn't want to look at the pictures Mm -hmm. instead she held tight to her friend's hand and pulled her along mentioning that she remembered the bomb fall that there was a flash of a million suns and the heat prickled her eyes like needles and shizuko of course was like how you were only a baby then But Sadako insisted that she remembered it. Mm -hmm. She was only one when Mm. it had happened. Oh, wow. So this is 10 years later. She's 11 now. Okay. The people gathered, and after some speeches by Buddhist priests and the mayor, they released hundreds of white doves that circled the sacred atomic dome where the bomb struck. When the ceremonies were over, Sadako pulled everyone right over to the cotton candy cart. Everything had smelled and tasted by the better than it had the previous year. The only bad part was seeing the horribly scarred people where the atom bomb hurt them so badly they almost looked inhuman. Mm-hmm. She didn't look at them for too long. At the end of the day, everyone had gathered down by the o- Ota, O-H-T-A, Ota River and set lanterns on the river carrying the names of those that had passed. That night, she reflected on the day. It was a good one, and the spider had brought great luck. 
she would have to remind her brother about that. Mm-hmm. The beginning of fall came and Sadako had exciting news. She was picked to be on the school's relay race team. She was so excited that she could possibly be on the junior high team next year. She vowed to work hard, and she did. On the day of the race, she was so nervous she could barely contain herself. Her parents told her to do her best, that they would be proud of her either way. When the race began, she gave it everything she could, but when she reached the finish line, she got really dazed and dizzy. Mm -hmm. She barely heard when someone cheered that they had won. So she shook her head and the dizziness cleared. All that winter, she trained to get better and the dizziness continued to return. Progressively getting worse as time went on. But she didn't tell anyone, not even her best friend. By New Year's Eve, Sadako was wishing the midnight with the midnight bells that the dizziness would go away. The next morning, her family went to the shrines together. Their mother, Her mother was in a kimono and had told Sadako that a girl her age should have one by then. But she didn't care about the kimono, despite thanking her mother for the opportunity to have one. She only wanted to practice to run for junior high. Mm-hmm. She was able to forget her dizzy spells in the midst of the joy that surrounded her, but it wasn't long before they finally took hold of her. One February day, Sadako was running at school when she collapsed. She tried to get up, but the teachers sent her brother home to fetch their parents. She was quickly brought to the hospital where she grew fearful. She'd heard people of people who went in and never left. Mm-hmm. The doctors ran her tests, and when they were done, they took her parents aside and told them that she had leukemia. I know. Fuck. She was only 11. Yeah. Her parents didn't know how it was possible, but she was admitted into the hospital's care, and she was told it would be a few weeks before she could possibly leave. Mm-hmm. A nurse told her family to go, and all alone, Sadako cried. The next day, she woke up to the sounds of the hospital, and Chizuko was her first visitor. She told her to close her eyes, and when she opened them, Chizuko had given her paper and scissors. Then, she proceeded to fold a paper crane. Chizuko reminded Sadako of the story of the crane, where it would live a thousand years. So those who fold a thousand paper cranes would get better once they finished the last one. I know. Sadako was so happy to have a good omen that she hugged her friend. (laughs) They worked hard on the first 10 together, Sadako trying to get better. (laughs) When her brother came to drop off her homework, he promised to hang up every single one, all 1,000 of them. The rest of her family came to visit, and she told them about the cranes, too. They helped fold some more, and one by one, she wished she would get better. She literally, like, she would fold one and say, I wish to get better. Fold another, I wish to get better. Okay. Everyone in her life helped save paper to make more cranes. Over the next couple months, her flock grew to 300. She wrote and did homework as well on the days she felt well. On the bad days, they were especially bad. She had migraines and pain, sometimes bone deep. Mm. One day, a nurse came to roll her out of the courtyard. She saw another kid there by the name of Kenji. He was a couple years younger, at nine years old. Unfortunately, he was alone in the world. His mother apparently had radiation poisoning while she was pregnant with him, and his parents are both dead, and his aunt was too old to visit him. Sadako was puzzled by him. Mm -hmm. She offered her idea for the cranes, but he had a feeling that his time was up. Mm. Despite her positivity, he just knew. His nurse wheeled him back to the room, and that was that. And one day, Kenji didn't come out to the porch. She was told later by a nurse that he had died. She was brokenhearted and wishing that he had at least been happy then. Mm -hmm. Then her nurse comforted her and asked her to fold more cranes. She believed if she finished it, Sadako would live to be an old, old lady. By June, Sadako's health had declined and she was getting to the point where eating had become a labor. Mm-hmm. And even when her mom brought all her favorite foods, she couldn't finish them. Her gums had started to hurt. Mm-hmm. Her brother brought her a gift from their younger sibling. I'm so sorry. I'm going to get choked up now. It sucks. Anyway, he, her brother brought her a gift from their younger sibling, a piece of silver paper that smelled like chocolate. Aww. She folded one more crane, but she was too tired to do any more. So she laid out to sleep. 
laid down to sleep, I'm sorry. As her mother left, she prayed the cranes would keep her child safe. By July, she had shown enough improvement for a home visit. Oh, but wow. she had declined after two days at home. Oh. It's one of those like, yay, but what? Uh, Sadako had gone back to the hospital and as short as this book already is, a lot happened. <laughs> okay. She constantly had a lot of medical treatments done on her. She tried to work on her cranes. Her mother had gifted her with a beautiful pink blossom silk kimono. And she tried it on. Despite all of the pain she was in, she was so happy to be with them. Mm-hmm. Chizuko even visited her and complimented her on, her on the kimono. By the time she had gone to bed, she folded one last crane, number 644. It was the last one she ever made. By, I'm so sorry again, by mid-October, Sadako had spent a lot of time thinking about death. Mm-hmm. She was too weak to fold any more cranes, and her mother often cried over her. She begged her not to cry, and, Sad- and Sadako, she grew weak. One day, the doctor came in and told her to rest that she could make more birds tomorrow. She agreed, and she reached out to her golden crane that Shizuko had made her. Though she felt her life slipping away, she felt strength from the crane. She saw the breeze blow against her hundreds of cranes, and it seemed as though they flew on their own. (laughs) Then she closed her eyes to sleep. She never woke up. (laughs) Fuck, there's one more bullet. (laughs) There's one more bullet. (laughs) Sadako Sasaki died on October 25th, 1955. Her classmates folded 356 cranes, so the 1,000 were buried with her. In a way, she got her wish. Her classmates, after the funeral, gathered Sadako's letters and published them in a book. They called it Kokeshi, after the doll they gave her while she was in the hospital. After a few years, in 1958, young people all across the country had raised money to build a monument in honor of her and the children lost to the atom bomb. It was unveiled in Hiroshima Peace Park. Sadako Sadako stands on top of a granite mountain with a crane in her hands. A folded crane club was organized in her honor and members still placed thousands of paper cranes on August 6th, Peace Day. And that was it. Wow. And I'm a fucking wreck. <laughs> I wrote it even in my book. Because every time it gets to that end, it's it's just... It's a short story, obviously. Mm-hmm. This took no time at all. And I know it's October, but it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. And I wanted to start it with maybe not the same kind of cancer, but one that racks just as hard. Mm-hmm. And I decided that this book was too important not to sleep on. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, her death date is in this month, which is strange in a way. Yeah. So, as a reminder, this month is fucking important. <laughs> <laughs> a little girl shouldn't be hurt with cancer and dying from it. So, I wanted to tell that story. Fair enough. Um, I think that story is important because not a lot of people understand the uh, the extended cause of nuclear bombing. Bombing. Yeah. Which we're not a political podcast by oh, God, any no. means, and this God's isn't, no. <laughs> this isn't a political statement by any means. But nuclear bombs are devastating, not just <laughs> at the point when they happen. Yeah. But decades after. Yes. And that story proves it. And yeah, she. The fact that she stated to her own best friend that she remembers yeah, seeing it and how it felt mm-hmm. hitting her body. But the fact that she was far enough away to have it only affect her like 10 years later. Yeah. But it's still like, it's devastating. Yeah. And again, as short as this book is, and I know it's a children's book, it makes adults cry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as a kid... It was written in a way that it was so well told mm-hmm. that a kid could understand it, how wrong this was, yeah, how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And it teaches 
kids however you want to teach them. I'm not going to tell people how to teach their kids. But <laughs> if you want to have that discussion, this story is an important one. Mm -hmm. Especially if something happens to a family member and that's what happens. So, yeah. It's it's way more serious than I would typically go. And um, I promise next one is going to be a lot of fun and a whole lot of scary for a reason. But it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It is October. And mm -hmm. we need to bring light and honor those who have passed from any kind of cancer. Yes. And that's just what I wanted to bring. Also... It is an extremely short book, so I'm going to give it, like, a 9 out of 10 because the writing just kind of, like, skips. Mm -hmm. Again, it's meant for a kid. Yes. But it was beautiful. And it makes me cry every fucking time. <laughs> With good reason. <laughs> With good reason. She's yeah. a little girl. Yeah. They even said that she looked like a princess in her kimono and then she died. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's... Like, that shit hurts my heart. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I, super duper short. I just, <laughs> do you have anything to add? Maybe. Uh, no, I, I said what I wanted to yeah. about it. Yeah. Straightforward book. Yep. Quickest book ever. <laughs> and time for a break because break time. I'm going to go cry. <laughs> And we're back. Cry fest over. Woo! <laughs> we didn't cry. I, a little bit. My nose snotted up pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I was shaking. Yes. I was, uh, <laughs> fuck that book, but also love it. Yes. <laughs> Please cheer us up, Tyler. I will. Okay, gaming news. Ah, uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed came out. Yes! It's fun. I recommend it. I'll, I might go into more detail about it. It's actually a pretty straightforward game, so I might not. Okay. But um, it's a good game. I'm mm -hmm. enjoying it. Um, let's see. Far Cry 6 yes, it's coming is coming out. out at the end of this week that we're recording. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. I'm so stoked. Yeah. Also, we got a PS5. No big deal. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> on that, just really quick. That is part of gaming news. I just want to say that if you want a chance at a PS5... Sign up for PlayStation Network. Yep. Get your own PSN account. Even if you don't have one and you just have been waiting for the PS5, get an account. Say yes to all of the emails. Like opting in for emails. Opt in for all of the emails. They will pick randomly to get your, essentially, a lottery ticket in. Yep. And we ended up having three, really, attempts. Yeah. But the first one we missed by many hours. And then... Yep. The second one, I had a technical difficulty, which they realized. Their network actually realized that. Yeah. And then they allowed us to extend it for one more time, and that's how we got it. Yep. Um, it comes in like three days. Doesn't matter which one. Yeah. So, I I just wanted to extend that out to you guys. Um, I think the same thing happens with the Xbox system. There is that. I haven't gotten any emails about it, but also Costco online. Yeah, you Nobody can, thinks to check there, but they restock it once a month. If you so. have a Costco membership, you could get an Xbox Series S a little bit faster. And below uh, market price. And you could get an X. They also do X bundles. Yeah, but those barely get restocked comparatively. Yes. So if you're okay with all digital and then eventually having to buy that extension, it'll eventually cost the same price yeah. as the series x yeah so it doesn't make sense to have all those uh discs on top of it because yes. you could just get everything digitally yeah so um that all, that's all i wanted to say on that so yes. if you guys wanted to get your hands on it that's how we got it and we're more than thrilled but we only have one game for it so <laughs> yeah follow me on twitter to see me posting pictures about demon souls yep because i already did that today i don't think you saw the picture nope it looks fucking good it's, um, I've seen the game myself, though. Yeah. It is stunning on our non-4K LTV. You know what? Write in. Let me know if you want me to cover the whole uh, Souls series. Yeah, absolutely. From Demon Souls to Dark Souls 3. Yes. I will do all of that. And 
I would actually be so happy to hear Because like, <laughs> you I've don't know seen... much about one no. or two. No, I've only seen you play three time and time again, get really angry, still play for like two and a half hours, and then end and be like, I'm done with the abuse. I'm tired of this. And then, the and then you just come back in. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite games. Well, yeah. I Dark figured. Souls 3 is my favorite game of all time. I know. Yeah, I've put a lot of hours into it. I know. Yeah. Trust me, I know. Yeah, it's I've, good. I've seen your hours yeah. checked. On, and... on one character, it's oh, close to 200 hours. Yep. And that's one character. That's just one out of, like, four you have. To yeah, work. I have thrown in, like, a few in there. There's, like, maybe six mm-hmm. that I have, but, like, I'm going to go through and delete some because I, yep. want, I want to try some new stuff in Dark Souls. Totally fair. Yeah, so... Anyways, that's yeah. how you could possibly get a Xbox or PlayStation, PlayStation 5. So yes. go and check it out. Yes. And be patient. Yes, because it took uh, probably five months. Uh, actually, it only took like three for the PlayStation. Oh, okay. And because we were smart about doing digitally, we got it a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. And again, it was it was much cheaper yeah. that way. All right. On to my game. Yes. So, uh, I know we've been talking about the newer systems. Time to once again go back to an older system. I am completing the series of My Sims with My Sims Agents. Woo! Let's get retro! Retro! Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the genre... Uh, I'm sorry. My Sims Agents was released on September 25th, 2009. Which oh I believe my. is e- just a year after My Sims Kingdom. So oh my I, gosh. I believe they did 7, 8, and 9 for the releases of these. So 2019 was the 10 year. Yeah. We're 12 years. Yes, and they haven't made... Well, they've made two, uh, like two My Sims Racing type games. Oh, okay. I think I've seen those. It's My Sims Racing and then My Sims Sky Heroes. Okay. And Sky Heroes was the last one, but I won't be covering that because the game was not good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's just not good. You're flying around in planes. It's not, yeah. Fair. I mean, to be honest, I did the same thing with the, uh, what's it called series? The one Gina Walter series that I just couldn't finish. And oh, yeah. I just cut it off and I was just like, yep. it's just, I can't. <laughs> okay, so, um, the genre is adventure game. Ah. It says that it's also a life simulator. It's not. It's just, it is an adventure game. I mean, yeah, because Life Simulator is just what Sims is. Is what Sims is, yes. Yeah. So, uh, the developer is, they actually have three in this one. Really? So, Electronic Arts. Yep. Uh, Visceral, which is uh, what I told you the Redwood uh, Studios turned yep. into. So, it's still EA in that end. Toes. T-O-S-E. Or Toes. I don't know. <laughs> toes. Toes. You got some toesies in your Sims. Toesies. <laughs> With their little mittens. They got mitten hands. They got mittens. Uh, The Ah. publisher is Electronic Arts as well, so it's an EA game. Yep. These systems, once again, Wii and DS. Okay. This one, I feel like uh, both of those are uh, connected. Mm -hmm. Like, more, they're more similar in the play style, from what I understand. I've never seen anything on the DS, but from what I've, like, researched, they looked very similar in what you're doing okay so yeah uh that also being said with what you can play it on uh if you have the wii u you can also play it on that because you can play wii games on yes and that's how he did it yeah because my brother took the wii so (laughs) i mean i had a wii u because i wanted to play wind waker and i did so So, uh, before we get into the story just gonna let everyone know they changed up the style of the game yet again while they still kept it uh, an adventure style similar to Kingdom, they completely changed the theme. And honestly, just everything that you're doing, they just changed it. All of it. Essentially, yeah. Okay. It's the same style of My Sims, but it's new. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, once again, coming from the product description, here's the story of the game. Because the product descriptions are somehow the best at this for <laughs> this series. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> My Sims Agents is an adventure game in which you play a mystery-solving special agent who uncovers a sinister plot that threatens the fate of the entire city. The gasp. Oh. <laughs> Search for clues and solve cases all around the city, from Main Street to the Beach Boardwalk. 
track footprints, use forensics, hack into computers, and interview suspects to gather evidence. <laughs> Jump in your jet to reach the, an ancient temple, a spooky mansion in the bayou, and an icy mountaintop chalet as you solve mysteries that lead you ever closer to uncovering the secret plan of Morcobus and his evil goons. Markovus? Yes. Okay. Or Markubus. I believe it's Markubus. Like Incubus? Yes. Okay. Markubus. Uh, he's been in the other two games, by the way. Gotcha. Uh, it's up to you to stop them before it's too late. Only you can save the My Sims. Only you can prevent forest fires. Yes. So, it's dry uh, season. in case get... you're wondering, yes, Buddy comes back. So Yay! B Buddy's there. Uh, he, uh, blah, 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 he, <laughs> <laughs> he, blah, blah, blah. he actually starts out the game via comic strip style cutscene, but I, uh, much older. It's an old buddy. Oh no. Like he's got wrinkles and like, yeah, he's super cute. Aww. And he's talking about how he wrote a successful comic book, uh, series about a secret agent that saved the world, AKA you. Aww. So the game is a quote unquote retelling of his experience as your partner. Right, Buddy is your partner in yep. this. Oh. So uh, he also gives context clues and stuff like that throughout the game as well. Oh, he also says cheesy jokes. Yes. Like terribly cheesy. Oh my god, one of my favorite quotes from him. It's just like, if I were to make a secret base in the city, where would I put it? And Buddy asks, does floating above the city technically count as in the city? And your character goes, no, no, it does not. And he goes, well, then I do not know. <laughs> it's like, all right, buddy, thanks. Thanks, buddy. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, God, buddy's appreciate fucking... Appreciate you, buddy. Yeah. And uh, he does make comments of like, I can't wait to draw you as a super cool agent in this place. And it's just like, buddy, I am a super cool agent in this place. <laughs> so it's it's really cute how they interact. Just... Uh, and he has aviators on this time, so it's like... At first you see him, he is wearing just like a normal... He kind of looks like a newspaper boy. Aww. He's got like a little laptop case, and he will sit down and start doodling. Oh. But then he's you become a secret agent, and he walks through, and uh, he gets an aviator with like a suit. Yeah, and he's got... Avi oh, yeah. God, he's so stinking he cute. He still the cutest. He really... He's the best boy. And he's not as abused this time. Or, or abusive. Or abusive. I was about yeah. to say that. Nobody yells at him in this one, which is great. Like, nobody? Nobody. He's just there to help you. He's like, hey, buddy. How's it? Hey, pal. That's what he says. Hey, pal. How's it going? Hey, pal. I'm here to help. And then he says whatever you put your name as. So it's like, for me, it's Ty. He goes, hey, Ty. Look at that. And you look over and it's like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Let me foretell some doom up in here. Yep. <laughs> Buddy is Mothman confirmed. <laughs> oh no. So, uh, what are the themes of these cases? The aforementioned cases? The aforementioned cases? Uh, don't worry, or unfortunately, depending on how you view it, none of these are going to be murder slash cold cases. I mean, good. Yeah. Kind of. It's... I mean, ugh. Yeah. Depends on what you want to be, because it has to technically be kid-friendly, yep. so. <laughs> so, uh, starting out, they are pretty light-hearted. Uh, light I almost said hounded. I was about to say, you were about to say light-hounded. Yes, light-hearted. <laughs> uh, something along the lines of, find who is really the owner of the dog. Um, <laughs> who sent the love letter, etc. Yeah. Then you start out in the city as just like a local private investigator trying to figure out stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Morcubus is there and you have to decide whether he owns the dog or Poppy owns the dog. Okay. And she's like, that's my little dog. And you have to discover why he walked over to where, uh, Morcubus is. Oh, okay. And it's super simple. He just wanted the dog? No, the dog just kind of wandered over. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because it smelled something in a dumpster. I mean, sure, why not? Yeah, so Morcubus was just like, uh, this is Bone Crusher. And it, the dog's sitting there like, huh? <laughs> Morph? Mork? This doofy thing. It's it's literally a, you know the a weird little beam, uh, Baymax like tube thing that you have that like sat on top of the... It was out there for the longest oh. time. It was like a bean. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
uh, oh god, what are those called? Stackables? Yes, uh, they were Disney stackables, and I have the Buzz Lightyear, which is only available in Japan, yes. so I have that one, and then I have the Baymax one, yes. Yeah, they look like that, but rounder. That's what the dogs look like in this game. I've seen, I remember that, actually. Yeah, the dog's name is Dogwood, by the way. He's just boofy. He's a huh? <laughs> Kind of a derp, honestly. There's actually another dog. Uh, Gabby, old Gabby makes a return. Oh, okay. In this game, and he has a dog mm-hmm. who essentially looks like Gabby, but a dog. <laughs> Gabby's the prospector. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. But he's a junkyard dog. Like, the, the dog's a junkyard dog, so he's just kind of sitting there like... <laughs> he, I think I saw that one. Yeah. It looks wrong. It's fucking funny. It's I will post a picture probably uh, as a, like, oh, check out this episode thing. I will probably post a picture of that fucking dog. I will gladly put that on the Twitter announcement. Okay, cool. Oh, my gosh. And the Instagram. We have to do it on the Instagram. Yes. So, um, so they, the cases do increase in craziness, such as find the stolen engine, who smashed the crystal, and so on. Like, it just keeps going on and on from there. Yeah. So uh, you really do get to do so much, and the best part about it is that while you are doing a lot of the same stuff for each case, like following the footprints, questioning people, analyzing stuff, yeah. all that stuff, uh, you, like, it never feels repetitive or tedious. Oh. Because the way that they do it is you're doing it in a different way. Gotcha. So instead of, oh, usually I'd follow footprints here, but now I'm following the, like, uh, electric current on these wires. Interesting. Because there's just these big chunks of wire. Yeah. So you're just going through it. Yeah. So they edit, like, it's never tedious, and they always keep it fresh. Okay. So you're doing the same stuff, but for different reasons, I guess. Let's keep it fresh. Yeah. So uh, there are so many cases to choose from in this game, but one that sticks out to me comes from the fifth unique place you visit. Uh, which is Madame Zoe's, uh, Madame Zoe, or Zoe, I believe, uh, is from the first game. She had the fortune teller. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so uh, it comes from her mansion in the bayou. The particular case is number 13, which, lucky number right there. Sure is. Uh, So it's 12 and 13 that take place there. Uh, My favorite is 13, and this is in which you uncover whether or not Zombie Carl, the butler was set up in the Smashing of the Crystal. Oh. Yes. And this one sticks out to me the most because it has you going through the entirety of the mansion, like up in the rafters and shit, mm-hmm. and just finding out what truly happened to cause the crystal to get smashed. Like, you're going through all of this shit that you don't normally do in the game. Huh. Yeah, it has a, a length to it that's, like, it's unique. Sounds fun. Yeah. And, uh... I believe it's the only case where you go against your initial decision from the case before. You go, who smashed the crystal? And you, all of the st- like clues lead to Zombie Carl doing it. Yeah. And you're like, Zombie Carl did it. And then he's just like, it wasn't me. And he like runs I away. I it wasn't me. Yeah, and he, he's like, Rrr. he starts crying and it's sad and he runs away. He gets in a dumbwaiter and like zooms up. Honestly, that is extremely sad. Yeah. And Violet's there, because mm-hmm. Violet, gotta love Violet, the the Nikki of my Sims. <laughs> I might just post her as, like, this one's just thing. post both. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Violet is like, it couldn't have been him. This is not like him. So you go and discover, like, you figure out, hey, what happened? And he's like, the, the voices from the vent told me. And you're like, excuse me? Voices from the, the vent. The fuck do you mean by that? So you find out where his vent goes, and you find a feather and all this shit, and find out huh. what happened truly. Yeah. Car- Zombie Carl was set up, by the way. <gasps> Sorry to spoil that for you. I mean, this entire thing It was Madam Zoe! Madam Zoe? Yeah. She's a bitch. Seems like it. Yeah, she hypnotized Carl, because she's a hypnotist. Of course. So, she's a bitch. She's a hypno-bitch. <laughs> Happen a bitch. I wish we could like put swear uh, or curse words. I mean, as... we can. True. It's our show. <laughs> Fair enough. We can do what the fuck. We I was want. saying as the title though. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, well, we've done it before. 
That's fair. So while the bayou does hold my favorite case, it is not my favorite location that you visit. Gotcha. Uh, there is one that has a few um, cases in it, and it's the Mountaintop Chateau slash Ski Lodge. Ledge. Ski Lodge. Ski Lodge. <laughs> uh, it's adorable. The scenery is fantastic. It's completely snowed in. Like, there's just snow piles everywhere. Hmm. Like, around cars and shit. Uh, there's snow bunnies, which look like little uh, gumdrops with feet, oh! with big feet and then big ears. They have no arms. And they just hop around. I showed you them. Yeah, you did. And they are the cutest. Fi they got the little tails, too, and it makes me happy. They're little puff puffs. Oh, yes. Gosh. And uh, the scenery, as I said, is fantastic. The NPCs are to die for. Sure. All of them are great. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a Yeti. Who is just super cute. You saw him as well. I did. He was really cute. Yeah, I think his name's Bob, honestly. <laughs> Bob the Yeti. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, let's see, Professor, Professor Nova, who had the observatory in the first game. Mm -hmm. And I think she made an appearance in the second game. She's back once again. Um, and she's all about protecting the Yeti. Like, she has a gift shop set up dedicated to the yeti and she's like they're beautiful creatures and everybody's like they're fucking monsters and she's like no no they're fucking not they're fucking wonderful yeah so she's all about that um and it's all about that yeti <laughs> yeah so uh the few cases here are also just super enjoyable like you go up the entire mountain mm -hmm. to uh find out where the yeti is you befriend a wolf I Which mean, sure. also is shaped like one of the dogs, so a bean. And it's it just, it's great. You find out, did the Yeti smash the fucking, or destroy the lodge? Did no, he didn't. smash? So, <laughs> so the, uh, it's just a lot of fun. Like, the quest, I think there's only two cases, but, like, they're both decently long. Got it. Yeah, so, it's, I enjoy them both entirely and it's it's just the best location and it's pretty early in the game honestly huh so they just did it right so speaking for doing it right right so speaking of npcs uh this game adds a bunch of new sims and has quite a few uh fan favorites returned from the last two games some of which i was surprised are fan favorites really yeah, like Professor Nova didn't think she was a fan favorite. I mean, but I she's been in every game. I wouldn't have either. Honestly. Yeah, it's there's just a few that get thrown in there that I'm like, they really enjoyed this character that much. Apparently. Yeah. So, and I'll tell you in a bit about these specific uh, missions that are there. Uh, that kind of have cameos from different characters. Okay. Yeah, they're they're all good. So, um, while the Yeti is super cute. In my opinion, my favorite would have to be Luke from the Beach Boardwalk. Okay. He is the uh, surf shop owner, and they really gave him the stereotypical look. He's got the long blonde hair. Yeah. He has the, like, whoa, man mentality. Yeah. Uh, he looks, well, he looks like a stoner. Of course. Like, he even has the droopy eyes with the, like, two kind of baggy wrinkles underneath his eyes. Oh, my. And he's like, hey, you figured out who destroyed my stuff? That'd be great. And he's just awesome. And I love him. There's not much interaction with him besides helping him figure out who broke his shit. But, oh. like, he's just cool, in my opinion. I just enjoy him. I get that. As a character. Um, Let's see. So, of course, you're going to need some gadgets to help you solve each case. Gadgets. Yeah. So you've got the detector, which started out as a magnifying glass. Mm -hmm. uh, you are using them to look for footprints in the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then you've got the F-space manipulator <laughs> for smashing and moving stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and opening things. I mean, sure, why It not? started out as a crowbar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, because oh, crowbar to like, break open things or, like... You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't have the ability to move things until you got the F-Space Manipulator. Yes, Dr. F is in it. That's why it's called the F-Space Manipulator. Of course it is. Yeah. F is for rockets. F is for rockets. Yeah. 
but um it used to be a crowbar it well yeah you exchange it for something else he's like you're gonna need something else here's this and it's like oh shit cool it's not a crowbar yeah <laughs> um and then the techno tool which was a wrench okay. and uh that is for salvaging uh like extra parts okay. and it can also be used for lock picking Yes. So, and the whole like moving stuff, lock picking, and the what I put under such for uh, the three things, okay. those become unlocked when you upgrade your items. Alrighty then. Yeah, it's hilarious because when your guy gets told, "Oh, here's this uh, thing. Get it instead of your crowbar." It's like I like my crowbar. <laughs> I like my crowbar. Yeah. So it was. Um, yeah, it's just kind of, but I like it. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, throughout the game, you will get access to some of the NPCs to add to your team. I believe you can choose up to 12. I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But uh, you want to select sims that match up with each other. The reason for this is because there are special cases called dispatch missions, where you will send a squad of agents based on what floor you set them on. So, like, uh, basement 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you will, uh, send that out, the team, in order to complete it. That you don't join them on this, you are just sending them out on this mission. Gotcha. Yes. And, uh, before you choose who goes on what mission, you'll, you will see what, quote-unquote, theme works best for that mission. So you'll want to choose the team that best suits that. Think of themes as essence types from the previous games. Okay. So, oh, this is, this... Uh, mission is best suited for sporty sims and uh smart sims yeah so you'll want the f uh, the floor sims that best fit uh smart and athletic okay and you can only choose one floor for one mission makes sense yeah so you just kind of choose oh these guys are perfect for it and then send it out and hopefully they do a great job <laughs> you said sporty sims and i just remembered that sporty spice is on dancing with the stars and my brain just said yeah, your sporty spice sims. Sure. <laughs> so, um, these will give you extra rewards in game for uh, if you send the right team and they complete the mission correctly. Okay. They will be sending you text messages, being like, "Hey, need your opinion. What should I do here?" <laughs> Am panicking. Send help. Yeah, like the first <laughs> one is there's a cat stuck in a tree. Should I? I should I? What noise should I use on my phone to attract the thing? Should it be a squirrel or a bird? <laughs> Okay. I chose squirrel. That was the wrong choice because it's like the cat doesn't look like it trusts me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, okay, but like, uh, not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> this was a bad idea. I need help. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, uh, just uh, before we wrap up, uh, you remember how you could build in like the last two games? Yeah. Yeah, they completely got rid of that. Oh, it's so... Just, they just, okay, so they removed the sims of my sims, really. They yeah. They just kept the cute characters. And made it adventure. Yeah. So, uh, there is, there's stacking on location in the different places for cases in order to get to, like, higher places or, you know, remove obstacles. Yeah. And, uh, there's also room design for the HQ to help, like, boost the stats of that particular theme. But that's it. Okay. Like... They got, they're like, you're not building houses, you're not building furniture, we're done with that shit, you're a fucking secret agent, baby, go solve some cases. <laughs> just like, fuck all your cutesy shit, you're an agent. Yeah, you're a fucking agent you're a fucking now. agent. Use your badge with pride, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, overall, they really killed it with this one. Yeah. Uh, it brings true problem solving along with, uh, the fun, quirky characters, cute design, and the best way I can describe it, just wholesome fun. This is my personal favorite of the three because it kind of got rid of the more tedious, like, oh, build us this, please, or... Yeah. Or, we need help with this town. It's your... I need you to go take a bacon! Yeah, this <laughs> is perfectly, like, espionage. But in the cutest way. You're just a, you're a little spy guy doing stuff. You're a mitten spy guy. Yeah, you're a mitten hand spy guy. You're a mitten hand spy guy. I 
Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the customization uh, they brought, it's similar to Kingdom where you start out with only a few outfits, but you can make your guy look like a spy. Or, you know, there's costumes that add up. There's an Isaac Clarke costume from fucking Dead Space in the game because he was meant to be a dispatch character like he was meant to give you a dispatch mission mm -hmm. as like a little uh easter egg but they uh, scrapped him from the game so you can just get his outfit mm -hmm. and uh yeah so they just did it perfectly I just pouted. It was like, we scrapped him. yeah but they brought him back for sky heroes i mean okay yeah but fair <laughs> i will be giving this game honestly a nine out of ten yeah, that's so. that. We got two nines today. Yes, Damn. and the only reason is because of the slight repetition of... Okay. Yeah, because it's like... Yeah, that's fair. Oh, go find footprints. Or else. Yeah, better <laughs> talk to this person. Or else. But uh, it did make it so that it's not super tedious. I just wish there was like... It wasn't... You weren't doing like... The same thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I wish I could swing from this thing. Yeah, you tend to get bored with that shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I made it all the way through this game, so. I'm fair. But you, it was a childhood love. Uh, yes, and this game still is enjoyable to play to this day, so. Which is important and yeah. very good. Yes. So, yeah. Yay. That's, that's this episode, guys. Ah! <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. I, I really do hope you enjoy it. Uh, I, I know that we started out on a really sad note, and luckily we ended up on a really cutesy yes. note. Yes. Um, but our message was clear, and we meant it. Yes. <laughs> like, give praise to those who are fighting, because mm -hmm. the fight is hard. And mm -hmm. um, keep them in your minds this entire month, and even while you're trick-or-treating and enjoying your candy, just like... Yes, best... best holiday coming up my favorite holiday let's go yes! <laughs> um so <laughs> that being said uh keep in mind we have all of our socials in our link tree uh all you need to do is click that and it has everything it also gives you everything towards D, &D. um yes it has yeah. our D, D stuff in there can't believe the discord be on the lookout in the merch store sir, for some special button mashers realm stuff i yes! want i but was thinking about putting some stuff on there. I mean, that, I can so. definitely help design that. Yeah, you know so it. it'll it'll be a good time. <laughs> I'm really excited. Um, anyways, yeah, I think that's everything we have today. Uh, can't wait for next episode with scare you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> pipe, pipe, pipe. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys, keep on turning those pages and mashing those buttons. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye.